What's going on, guys? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Red and Gold Standard Podcast. My name is Zach Hernandez, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Matt Llewellyn. Matt, we didn't expect a win, but it was very, very frustrating and ugly in some sense. What did you think? Trey Lance obviously had his first start, very up and down. Uh, quick recap on your end. I mean, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was Trey Lance being a raw rookie who, you know, needed a lot of help around him. And I, I'm i just going to come out and say it. In every facet of the game, the 49ers failed Trey Lance. That's plain and simple. Most definitely they did. And we said it, uh, multiple people said it going into the game. The veterans need to step up. And we did not see them do that, unfortunately. We saw Sanu with a huge drop offensive lineman i mean i can't even count how many holds were called on the niners today it was atrocious um it really was atrocious um jay mar is asking how is our defensive coordinator out coaching our so-called genius in every game this year first year defensive coordinator he's not though like you guys look at the score and think that's indicative of of like you know D'Amico Ryan's calling this great game, but they're still giving up way too much on third downs. They're still committing way too many penalties. They got a turnover today, thank God, but it's only their second one in five games. Like, what are you guys looking at? You're looking at a final score, but that doesn't tell the whole story of the game. Josh Norman was burnt toast. Emmanuel Mosley was burnt toast. That DB room sucks. Plain and simple. Yeah. Just because the, the score wasn't higher than it was, that's more indicative on what the 49ers did on offense rather than what it what it did with with you know on defense or whatever so yeah and and what's unfortunate too is that when they actually did get the turnover the 49ers offense wasn't able to do anything with it um they had the chance to kind of go and 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 i believe tie it up if i'm not mistaken or maybe get within three i forget what point of the game that was Oh, man, it was ugly all over. Like I said, the holdings were insane. Um, Guys, real quick, if you're watching on Twitter, go over to our YouTube channel. Twitter got rid of Periscope, and now we cannot see or interact with any of your comments on Twitter. Go to YouTube, search 49ers Hive, and we'll be live. Um, Yeah, um, Matt, you you had said it yesterday. You expected a very raw performance from Trey Lance. What did you think um, overall? Maybe if you had to put a grade on it, what would you give Trey Lance in his first start? It's like a C. But that's what I thought. So, Jamar says, because our offense ain't doing a damn thing, that's more pressure on our teeth. That's bullshit, dude. They outgained him, and they won the time of possession battle. They were in the red zone multiple times. And Kyle Shanahan was, oh, what, one for five on yep. fourth down plays? And yep. over for three on fourth down plays where the call was a run? So Trey Lance threw for one. Um, I think the, the, the last one was one that just, you know, it wasn't. It, that was late in the game or whatever. Um, but at the same time, tri- like let's let's give credit where credit's due. Kyle called a terrible game. Um, he called a lot of plays that he like he was overly aggressive in certain situations. I mean, they could have been a lot more into the game had he just kicked field goals in situations where he should have kicked field goals. He got overly aggressive. And tried to use Trey. I mean, they're on one of the fourth downs. He called a, a quarterback power immediately after Trey had just gotten seven yards on a quarterback power. Yeah, just no imagination, and just using him like he was RG three or he was Lamar Jackson or whatever. Um, I know a lot of people on the interception play were saying, "Oh, Trey should have ran that." That's the exact mentality that Kyle has, and I think that's a bad mentality. 
the play was there for Lance to make that throw. He just yeah. didn't execute it. You know, the throw sailed on him and it was a pick, but it was right read to make. And I think that Kyle did that too. He fell in love with Trey Lance and tried to, he's like, I'm going to play Trey like he's an athlete where there were things to be had for him as a quarterback. So, yeah. um, eh. but I mean, bottom line is neither coach did a great job. Let's not let D'Amico Ryan's off the hook just because Arizona scored 17 points. Yeah. And, and you talk about that fourth down. Um, I believe it was a fourth down, right? Where he should have ran where I said it myself, he should have ran it. He had all that open room in front of him, but you said it. No, it was the right read. He went downfield. It was just simply too high. You're right. That was the right read. Um, he could have easily have gotten that pass if he just kind of not thrown it as high, calmed down a little hold bit. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The dark shadow. Oh man, bleeding for Kyle for not being aggressive. Then he's aggressive. Now you're bleeding because he was being aggressive, not kinking field goals, couldn't make it up. Dude, I'm not the one that called a fourth and two run play where Kyle Juszczyk runs under center and takes a direct snap. So there's a difference between punting on fourth and one when you're at the 48 in no man's land and giving up points on a play down at the goal line where you don't necessarily know what you're getting or going forward on fourth down with a play that you just ran. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That, that, that's what it was unfortunate. That, that, Juice call was just atrocious to me and unacceptable. Um, and it's unfortunate because the 49ers offense outplayed the Cardinals offense for majority of the game, but they just couldn't get into the end zone. We saw it and it reminded me exactly like the loss to the Seahawks. Um, the defense came out on fire, had like four straight three and outs and the 49ers offense had seven points to show for it. Whereas in this game, the 49ers offense couldn't even get into the end zone until what the third quarter, I want to say sometime around uh, definitely not in the first half. So um, Trey ended up being 15 for 29, 192 yards, one pick with the 58.4 rating, 6.6 um, .6 yards per average. And he took two sacks for six yard loss in total. He was also the team's leading rusher, 16 carries, 89 yards with a long of 15. Um, Matt, were you I don't, I don't, bummed out, disappointed that Elijah Mitchell in the running game wasn't more involved because they seemed to have success early on, and then they maybe went away from that and went to Trey's arm a little more. I was just bummed out by the by the whole game. I'm bummed out by the reaction of the fans who were ready to give up on Trey Lance already. Um, I'm bummed out on what Kyle was doing. Um, I'm bummed out on the people who were just blindly thinking that this was, you know, whatever, whatever. It's just, it is what it is, man. They were calling plays that they thought were going to work. It didn't work out. Um, but you can't, again, get overly aggressive with, with the running calls either. So I was actually really disappointed in the defense. Or, I'm, I'm sorry, not the defense, uh, the offensive line. Um, too many tip passes. I, it just, and that's, that's it. I mean, Trey, it's not like Trey Lance is Kyler Murray. He's six foot four. So there shouldn't be that many bat downs. And that's just, I think that's on on the offensive line for getting, you know, pushed back a lot. So there were a lot um, to the point where people were actually tweeting at me asking how tall is Trey Lance again? Um, there were a handful and I know JJ Watts kind of famous for that. However, other defensive linemen were getting it and it was very unfortunate. Um, Ayuk again, missing in action. He had one fantastic catch where the ball placement from Trey Lance was Unbelievable. I mean, you can't ask that. That's something I don't think Jimmy yeah. could do. I feel like that would have gone the other way for six. Um, we talked about this, Matt, before we went on, and Kyle reiterated, no, Jimmy is our starter. If he was healthy enough today, he would have played. And we are going back to Jimmy after the bye week. 
you feel like that's the correct decision or, or no, 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 don't get, don't let me put words in your mouth. You're saying that he would have won today. What? Jimmy would have won today, right? That's what you, you feel like. No, I mean, that's not what I said. What did you say? Go ahead. Uh, I mean, we talked about it ahead of the game. I thought that Jimmy would, might've scored more points, right? but Kyle wouldn't have called the game that he called today. If Jimmy was in that's, there's a difference there. Um, I don't think that Kyle spoon fed Trey Lance the way he would have spoon fed Jimmy Garoppolo. So fair. Um, they might have scored more points, but at the same time, the offense would have been a lot more predictable. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not looking forward to these next two weeks of all these idiots online arguing this whole point. So, yeah. Um, I thought it was funny. I saw David Lombardi tweet about how. Kyle Shanahan is doing the smoke and mirrors offense with Trey Lance and that can't keep up for long. And, and Vish kind of tweeted, it was just like, it's been a smoke and mirrors offense with Jimmy for years. And now all of a sudden you're saying this can't keep up with Trey. I didn't think it was much of a smoke and mirrors. Trey can actually throw the ball deep. Whereas Jimmy doesn't or can't. There was no smoke and mirrors. Everybody knew exactly what was going to happen. Trey Lance was either going to throw the ball or they were going to, do a design quarterback run or you know what I mean? Like it's not smoke and mirrors. What Jimmy does is smoke and mirrors yeah. where Kyle schemes the, the receivers open or whatever. This was just, Oh, RPO. Everybody knows what RPO is. It's not like it's a secret. It's not, you know, in empty sets, it's like, all right, is he going to, he's going to either throw the ball. Or he's going to run the ball. And all you have to do is watch Trey Lance immediately after the snap. Yeah. It's not like he was delaying his, his run. Um, you know, it's not like he was doing quarterback draws or anything. It's just you knew it was coming. It's not – this was a honestly a terribly called game. I think this is one of the worst games I've ever seen Kyle call. Yeah. Um, it was pretty awful. Just there were – there were, you know, he did a lot of gimmicky shit, but it wasn't in a way that you would want it to be gimmicky, you know. Again, all those fourth down plays and the way that they drew them up, and they just weren't good. They just were not good. And it's no it wonder that their only fourth down play that was converted was on a pass. It was very unfortunate. I um, we we're constantly saying, even in our group chat, like, what is he doing? What's Kyle thinking? Um, it it didn't shape out that way. And, and still, I think it was kind of crazy that they were still in a position to to win this game for the majority of the game. Um, you talked about Norman; he wasn't great. Kirkpatrick, obviously. Um, but overall, I was actually surprised with how the defense kept the offense in the game, kept the team, not just the offense, in the game. Um, whether it's Kyler Murray and the Cardinals' inability to, to keep drives moving or maybe the defense did just step up. Regardless, the 49ers were in a position to where they should have gotten some points and they simply just didn't. Um, and that's kind of where it came down to. Were you surprised? Because a lot of people were saying, why isn't he kicking these field goals? I was like, maybe the new kicker, he doesn't trust him. What do you think the reasoning was for not kicking the field goals? No, it was just, let's see what Trey does in these situations. And some of those calls were, I don't necessarily disagree with the fourth down calls, where they were at or whatever. My problem is what was called on fourth down. And that's the issue, is that there was no real trust of let Trey make a decision. It was, we're either going to use his athleticism or we're going to call some stupid gimmick that doesn't really work. Yeah. You know, everything with Trey Lance on his designed runs was between the tackles. There was no boot outs. There was yeah. no play action to get him on the edge. There was none of that stuff. Um, and it just, 
you know, it, it wasn't good. And I mean, credit to the defensive line and the Cardinals who pushed back the 49ers offensive line all day. Um, McGlinchey with another embarrassing performance. Um, just, you know, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. They made baffling decisions too. Um, Steve saying they needed to play Lenore more. I agree, man. Josh Norman got cooked today. Whether it was, you know, he was either committing penalties or he was getting, you know, roasted up. And you can't tell me that. I mean, he got the fumble recovery, but man, Dante Johnson sucks. You cannot tell me as bad as Ambry Thomas has been that he's worse than Dante Johnson. I refuse to believe that. Dante Johnson sucks. He stinks. So it was was a bad game all the way around, I think. Um, But I would just caution people because everybody's going at it already. It, I mean, I wanted to put something out before the game, like, you know, as soon as he throws one bad throw, everybody's going to be like, see, he's not ready here. Bring Jimmy back. Yeah. Can we and, finally get past the point where we sit here and say that this is a Super Bowl roster? It's not. Yeah. It's not. And I said this earlier, but nobody wanted to believe me. I said the Cardinals were going to win today. Nobody wanted to believe me. I said Trey Lance was going to be raw. Nobody wanted to believe me. Are you listening now? Are you paying attention now? This is not a Super Bowl roster. This team is going to be lucky if it makes the playoffs. Kyle is going to do the dumb thing after the bye and put Jimmy Garoppolo back in at quarterback. And for what? To let Trey Lance sit there and wither on the bench and not get ready for another week? Yes, Trey Lance was raw. Did Trey Lance make bad throws? Yes, he made bad throws. But he also made throws that Jimmy could never even dream of making. So if you want to worry about the future beyond this year, beyond 49er fans and their own short-sighted vision, then you need to play Trey Lance. Because if you're going back to Jimmy Garoppolo or you're saying that Trey Lance is a bust or you're pissed off about what happened today beyond you know, seeing the flaws in other areas where the team should have bolstered the roster and you're blaming this on Trey, you're not paying attention. And you need to get your head out of your ass, sit down, shut up, and let Trey Lance develop. Because I'm tired. I'm tired of the quarterback debate. There is no debate anymore. This is not a win now roster. So put Trey in there and let him develop rather than letting him waste away on the bench. I'm done. By the way, for all the people that say that Trey Lance is making shit throws and he needs to come in and be ready right away, go and watch what Trevor Lawrence did week one, what Zach Wilson has done like every fucking week, what, you know, what Justin Fields was what, eight of 20 his first week? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, with like one net yard. For one net passing yard? Yeah. So there's room to grow for Trey Lance. It was going to be raw, but the game plan was not called the correct way. The offensive line did a terrible job blocking. The wide receivers did him no favors. I mean, we'd hammered on Lance for not being able to throw a slant. He throws a perfect slant and Debo drops it. Yeah. You know, Sanu had that just atrocious drop. So it's, if you think Trey Lance was the problem today, you need to get your eyes checked. Definitely. Um, so they asked Kyle in the press conference afterwards about the fourth down attempt where Juice took it directly under center. And he said, uh, quote, some things that were messed up. Oh, he said that there were some things that were messed up on the play, but he did not specify <laughs> which things there were, which is quite vague. Um, it's it's tough, man. I, it was an ugly play, and we said it when it happened. How are you going to do essentially a quarterback sneak when you need basically two yards? We're not talking fourth and inches here. We're talking 
a full two yards essentially. And yeah, it, it was just it was just bad, man. I wanted to see them run Trey outside. I wanted to see some sort of bootleg. I want to see anything. But like you said, Matt, they just kept going straight through the tackles. No matter what they did, it was right up the middle. Um, yep. Elijah Mitchell looked good. I just want to say that right now. Yeah. He looked good. I was happy to have him back. I mean, he, nine carries for 43 yards. Um, and, I mean, Lance did well on his scrambles, 16 for 89. Um, you want to see him throw the ball more, I think. Um, but at the same time, I don't. again, I just don't. Something's up with Ayuk, man. He's not separating. He doesn't look good. Um, he made a couple catches that were, like, really nice, but he's just not, you know, he's just not getting it done. Uh, Joey Aradona says the throw to Sanu was perfect by all accounts. I mean, except for Mark Sanchez, it was like, there's a little tail on the ball, and it's like, okay, well, if you're an NFL wide receiver and you need a quarterback to throw you a perfect spiral to catch the ball, are you really an NFL wide receiver? Yep. So... So, so so let me ask you this, Matt, moving forward. Do you think this is what people are, are calling now the floor for Trey Lance? Do you think it's only up from here? Do we think we've seen as bad as he can be? I mean, he was inaccurate. He had a turnover. He didn't necessarily slide to get down to protect himself. He didn't convert on fourth downs, and he was, like, really raw. So, yeah, this is the floor. This is about as bad as you're going to see. This is what I thought. It's raw as shit, and that's what's going to happen. He played one season of Division II football, and he didn't even play last year, save for one game. So I don't know what people are expecting. I mean, it's not like he's gotten a ton of reps in the in the regular season. Beyond training camp, what reps did he get? Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Shulo says Peyton doesn't throw perfect spirals all the time. Folks – uh, yeah, I agree with that, except that, you know, one, Trey Lance throws a little bit harder. But one thing I want to say about to the people who are like, he has an uncatchable ball. There was one where he rolled out and he threw it out of bounds. It was a uh, use check was double covered and he threw it out of bounds mm-hmm. to the left. And one of the 49ers, I think it was a position coach or something, had a clipboard in his hand and caught the ball. So not an NFL wide receiver, has a clipboard in his hand. Trey Lance fires that pass out of bounds. He catches the ball. So you can miss me with that uncatchable ball bullshit because I, I don't – there's no excuse for that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, Bob Money says, we were never seeing Trey Lance utilize that perfect deep ball. We never even got to see it, something Kyle Shanahan needs to work on. He threw the one shot down the right side of the field to Debo Samuel. Yeah. But Where he got mugged. Yeah, other than that, no, he didn't really do anything with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the defense contained Kyler well, in my opinion. They, yeah, they did a good job of not letting him extend plays with his legs or break contain. Um, there was that play, Matt. We, I got to ask you about it. Where the two basically back-to-back holding calls in the end zone looked like what they called essentially was the safety, and then they moved it out to the one. Um, is the NFL officiating just complete horrible, completely horrible this season, or do you think that was a good call, accurate call? I don't think I don't want to argue ref calls. It was a bad ref game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think we should be talking about refs on this show beyond the like who even cares. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they got the ball back. It's whatever. Those two points wouldn't have made a difference. Um, the refereeing crew was off all day today. That they, they had two straight plays where they were like there was no foul on the play. They had I think four of those in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, they had one where. 
it was clearly Lance got the ball tipped at the line of scrimmage and it went backwards and they somehow called that a fumble and let the play go on, which is how people get hurt. Um, so bad officiating all the way around. I'm not going to talk about one specific play where the, the, a terrible refereeing crew made a terrible call or a not terrible call. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, Daddy O saying what happened to utilizing Sherfield speed like we did in the preseason. It's something we haven't seen. Listen, I've said this. I think I said this in the preseason. Beware of them preseason superstars, dude. The reason why he was able to, you know, be a free agent and come to the 49ers because he's not that good. Like, don't let what you saw in, in the game fool you. So. Um, so there's some quotes here from the post game. Trent Williams on where it went wrong for the 49ers. He said, Third and fourth downs. Kyle had faith in us to go for it on fourth downs. That's the tail of the tape right there. Um, and when he was asked about Trey Lance, he said he was poised. He was confident. Trey gave us a chance to win. Um, I, I find it hilarious that there were people saying that the team wasn't playing hard enough necessarily for Trey Lance. There were certain veterans that I think let him down. But I think as a whole, the team totally rallied around Trey and was fighting hard to get him this, to get the team to, to win. Um, with Trey Under Center, Bob yeah, Money. I don't think the F, again. I don't think the effort was a problem. I think it's an execution thing. Mm-hmm. Trey Lance's interception was an execution thing. Uh, the offensive game plan is an execution thing with Kyle calling these plays. And I think we really need to take a look at you know, hey, maybe Kyle needs to come under some scrutiny with what he's doing because he certainly f- it it felt like the offense was not as prepared as they should have been. No. I agree. I agree. It, it seems like, and I forget which one of the beat writers tweeted it out. They said that it felt like this is the first time where the team doesn't really have an identity in a couple of years. Um, and I really do agree with that. Who are yeah. they? I mean, there's which, no. Honestly, this, this lets me know that Kyle was dead serious when he was like, Jimmy's going to start the entire season. Yeah. Because they had no idea what to do with, with that whole thing. Um, and it's why I think that they're going to go back to Jimmy after the bye week. It's just which they shouldn't. I mean, they really need to scrutinize Kyle Shanahan if they go back to Jimmy at this point. Like, there's no point to doing it. Yeah, I um, agree. But um, there were. Po- I mean, <laughs> I'm not trying to be down, guys. I'm just keeping it real. And like, honestly, the fan base has made me more irritated than anything else. Um, the team. I like. I expected a loss today. I didn't see anything other than maybe Kyle's play calling outside of what I thought I was going to see. It's the fan base and how like toxic and shitty that everybody is. That's really like getting me down and like, just, just how short sighted, you know, like, Oh, Trey threw one bad throw. Oh, he's a bust. He's a piece of shit. He's this and this and that, you know, yeah. like, yeah, there's, it's just, there's no room for thinking about the future. So, um, but there were positives. I mean, Again, like I said, if you think the offense was a problem, like they outgained the Cardinals, they won time of possession. Um, and that's the thing. That's why the defense was able to be so effective throughout the entire course of the game rather than just for the first half and then give up a ton of points in the second half or whatever. You know, they gave up 10 in the first half, they gave up seven in the second half, um, which is not a bad outing. Um, I think that, you know, Trey was able to extend plays. And because they were so run heavy, it just chewed time off the clock. It allowed the defense to get rest. Um, I think there was maybe one or two, three and outs on the drive, but every other drive had at least one first down. 
Um, and uh, like to me, that's a positive. To me, that means like you're doing at least a, a marginal job of moving the ball, even if you're not getting all the points that you need to be getting. Yeah. Just even keeping yourself in the game for that long is, you know, they again they outgained them, they outrushed them, they out they had higher number of yards per play. Um, they had 19 first downs. Like, you know, it just it's one of those things. So. Yeah. Penalties kind of killed them. I think those holding calls really set them back. Um, I think, the, again, one and five on fourth down, that's not acceptable either. Um, but there, there were things to be, there are things to build on, but you can't just go back to Jimmy. Otherwise, the opportunity to build on those things is gone. Exactly. And I have a sneaking suspicion they're definitely going back to Jimmy, which that kind of bums me out too. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, we can both agree. All signs, all chances point to this not being a playoff or Super Bowl team. Definitely not a Super Bowl team. Probably not a playoff team. If they do, I mean, I can see them making playoffs though. Like, it's not like the NFC is full of world beaters or whatever. I just don't think that it's it's a Super Bowl team. And if you're not going to be a Super Bowl team, then what are you doing? Just like, are you playing for a divisional berth or? Like the difference between a divisional berth and a wildcard berth to me is not worth the the cost of sacrificing development time for Trey Lance. Yeah, which is, which is going to be my point is that, you know, the season is basically a wash. I don't want to say that quite yet. Five games in, two and three, whatever. Um, but I would much rather them just roll with Trey. Let him get it out. He needs the, the experience. He needs the snaps. Then stick with Jimmy when you are like 99% certain he's not going to be here next season anyway. So is it really worth it right. benching Trey, essentially keeping him out of football for two years just to maybe finish 10 and seven, uh, you know, right. nine and eight? And you take him from from a Cardinals team that's, again, the only undefeated team in the league to a Colts team that is infinitely beatable coming out of a bye week. And now you're, you're setting Trey up for a little bit of success, you know. And then after that, you get Chicago, who is also a beatable team because they're running out a, r- a rookie quarterback as well. So you could start building on these things for Trey Lance, but not if you just take him out and go, oh, it didn't work. Yeah. You know? Exactly. I, I thought it was interesting. Uh, before the game, I was watching NFL Network. We saw Rapshi come on say Kyle Shanahan has you know been very adamant no matter what Trey Lance does today. Jimmy Garoppolo will remain the starter. And I said it in the chat earlier, I said, I can take that as, hey, kid, no matter what you do, you're not going to, you know, it's not going to impact your position on the team. Go out there, play loose. But looking back on it now, perhaps this is just Kyle being stubborn. I mean, how can you tell me that literally nothing Trey Lance would have done today would have solidified the job? If you went yeah. out there and lit it up, three touchdowns, right? You know, like that wouldn't have at least made you think maybe we should go with the Rook. It's questionable to me. Um, you you and Stuart both said, Matt Nagy said the same thing with Andy Dalton and uh, Justin Fields, and now look at that situation. I don't know, man. I, I think we both just think that they need to get Lance in there. This is interesting. They're killing oh, Lance at Ham? Hmm. I know. I'm going to go back and listen. I have a feeling that it's middle cough, but it is what it is, dude. Like. Yeah. Again, it's you're talking about a dude who is thrown in a situation unexpected with not the amount of preparation that any of the other rookie quarterbacks have had um, outside of Justin Fields. Uh, a guy who, again, Division Two didn't play in 2020, who is, again, admittedly raw. And you look at a game where he looks raw and you're surprised or you're just going to dunk on him. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, 
So there's, and I, I mean, I respect John Middlecoff, but at the same time, like, you know, he's kind of a Jimmy honk. So, yeah, no, I love both of those guys, but I just need to say there's this weird animosity that fans have. And right. like, I'm just going to come out and say it. You see it more so with the Jimmy stands than with the Trey stands. Um, at least in my experience that I've seen, they get this weird pleasure out of seeing the team fail with Trey under center. It's almost like I told you so. Now can we go back to Jimmy? And it's like, dude, you don't understand that the rest of us are saying we want the entire team to win, and we think Trey gives them the best opportunity to do that, especially moving forward. I don't understand how people can put the two against each other. Um, Matt always says it, fan of the front, not of the back. That's how it should be for everyone. And you go with the guy who gives you the best chance to win. And I got I got to tell you, um, it's it's one of those things where, you know, people are too caught up in the week to week. People are too caught up in the season to season. That you should not be developing Trey Lance for this season. Um, this season is not about winning a Super Bowl. You're looking at winning a Super Bowl in 2022 and 2023, getting Jimmy's co- contract off the books while you have Trey under a rookie contract, surrounding him with more talent. Um, getting him game experience so that way he could settle down and the speed of the game doesn't get to him. Because you're talking about a guy who has, again, who hasn't played. If you think that doesn't create a factor for him, I I can't even tell. I, I just, I don't know what to tell you. It, just do anything yeah. um, that you normally do. Um, for example, you know, in the medical field, if I, if I go and I'm starting IVs for five years and then I don't do it for a year and a half, I'm going to miss a lot of IVs when I'm first starting to come back. doesn't mean I'm terrible at IVs. It just means my skills are rusty and I'm not ready for that kind of, you know, it's similar to, or go to the shooting range for a year and a half and man, you get really good. And then all of a sudden life circumstances happen. You don't go for a year. Uh, Then you go back to the range and you want everything to be a bullseye. Like that's not going to happen. It's not realistic. And anybody who thinks that that is what needs to happen doesn't know football um needs to remove head from sphincter and give it time that's the whole thing rookies do not come i mean unless you're mac jones and you're already fit you know talent capped you don't come into the nfl as a finished product right um and in trey lance's case that again did nobody read scouting reports that was the thing he's gonna be raw yeah i mean COVID threw a fork into everything as it was um but coming out of a smaller school I mean, this is the first time what what I heard is that Trey even used the silent count. You know, it's like stuff is brand new to him, and right. it's going to take some time for him to get acclimated. Um, I want to talk about this comment here from Ian Sharp. One thing is obvious already. Lance plays a much more physical game than Jimmy does, but some of those hits he took, Matt, did those hits get you nervous there? Um, the one at the goal line was the big one. I think the other ones he dove head first, but he did – I thought he did a better job than people thought of getting to the ground quickly um, to avoid taking super big stand-up hits, but he didn't take too many hits and he does need to learn how to slide in the open field. I just don't think that there were many situations where he was in the open field. Like I did, like I said, he got a good, he did a good job of getting low and getting to the ground, but you do worry about how, how much punishment he's going to take physically for sure. Okay. I like that. Um, that hit on the goal line, he actually, I think Justin Simmons, if I remember correctly, the, the Cardinals linebacker, he left the game, I believe, because of that hit. So he yeah. does play extremely physically. Um, they asked Trent Williams about him uh, after the game, and he said, uh, I don't see why there's any question whether he'll be fine or not. 
We moved the ball up and down the field. He made some dynamic plays with his legs, made some with his arm. Trey is going to be fine. Nothing I've seen makes me think otherwise. Um, so that's great. I mean, I'd love to see the leaders on the team still rally behind the young young rookie. Um, there's We did a Niners news video, Matt. I, just, I need to talk to you about this earlier this week about should Kyle Shanahan start to get critiqued? Um, should fans question whether he's the right man for the job? And we both said it's Kyle Shanahan's job. However, he needs to kind of – you know, recalibrate because there are some things he can touch up. Now I'm starting to see more and more fans kind of criti- criticizing him and saying, what is he doing? Do you think he's doing something differently than what he did earlier on? To, I can't even say early on because he had that one good year where everything went right for the 49ers, at least on the field. Um, but play calling, we don't see those intricacies. We don't see the motion. We don't see the plays that he became famous for calling. Do you have any idea as to why this kind of simplified? I mean, I disagree with you. I think we do see those plays, but they don't have the players to execute them. Okay. So you think it's the, just like, like – Everybody who go, went into the season saying, like, that the skill position players were, like, all that in a bag of chips, they're really not. I mean, I think I think five weeks of the season kind of proves that. Ayuk is in some type of sophomore slump for sure. Um, Debo's lighting it up. But, again, Kittle plays too physical, so he's hurt again. So what do you really have at the skill position? You got a couple of rookies because Raheem Mostert's hurt again. Um, what do you really have? And if you have a lot of young guys at skill positions and you have a line that can't really block the the you know the the way that it needs to block, then you know you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to execute those plays. So you can I mean I saw Debo in a ton, ton of rainbow motion today, but they didn't do anything with it. So. Okay, so that's fair. So it's just a lack of execution, yeah. not necessarily that Kyle's. It's doing. not great play calls either. Don't get me wrong. Um, Kyle needs to really tailor his offense to what he has, and I don't think he's doing that particularly well. But yeah, yeah. Okay, I like that, um, guys. I want to take a second to thank our sponsors. Uh, Sunday Night Football is about to begin, so before it does, head over to mybookie.ag uh, and enter promo code Hive. They have a ton of props for the huge game tonight. Uh, Kansas City against Buffalo. You know it's going to be good. You'll get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. You deposit $45, $50. They'll match you $45, $50, all the way up to $1,000. And you'll also get a $20 casino chip to the MyBookie Casino. Head over to MyBookie right now and use promo code HIVE, as in 49ers HIVE. Bet anything, anywhere, anytime with MyBookie. And next, we have some new merch. And I actually had this uh, video queued up for the yesterday's show, Matt, but I forgot to play it. So I'm going to go ahead and play it, let you guys see the new merch we have. We got some new Debo hoodies, so or plenty of merch, actually, not just hoodies, T-shirts, whatever you got, men's and women's sizes, shop49ersype.com code rgs15 for 15 percent off um shout out to debo he's been balling out and also shout out to 81 vino 81 by trail owens head over to 81 vino.com enter code hive for 10 percent off your entire purchase and free shipping on two or more bottles thank you very much oh also can't forget our gold stamp as matt likes to call it shout out to acre gold guys Go to Acre Gold. Click the link in the description below. Start buying gold for as little as fifty dollars a month. 
once you reach the market price of two and a half grams of gold, they will send you a gold bar. Um, it's really cool. You don't have to fork out hundreds of dollars at once to buy gold. Think of it as an investment. Once you get it, you get it in the mail in a discreet package. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Go support them because they support us. Um, Matt, moving forward, what do we need to see from these 49ers to get a win? I mean, they play a very beatable Indianapolis team. Even with Jimmy under center, what do you want to see them improve on? Execution is a big thing. Um, defense needs to get more takeaways. Offense needs to be a little more buttoned up. Play calling definitely needs to be buttoned up. And unfortunately, I think they're going back to Jimmy Garoppolo, but uh, I'd like to see them let it rock with Trey Lance because the only way that he's going to learn is by being out on the field. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And we said it in here. Basically, you're, you're delaying the inevitable. Just get it started. Get him the, the experience he needs right now. Um, I'd like to see the running game get a little more, you know, more plays. <laughs> I don't really know. Yeah. I mean, Trey Lance was the leading rusher, like I said, with 89 yards on 16 carries. Um, Elijah Mitchell was second with nine carries and 49 yards, 43, excuse me, yards. Um, Trey Sermon only got one carry, I believe, in the third quarter, but Mitchell was, I think, playing well to the point where that really wasn't an issue. Um, it's tough, man. It really is tough. I'd like to see Ayuk get more involved. They're going to be without George Kittle for, you know, that game. So whatever they can do, whether it's get Dwelly involved, I don't know. But the one thing that I like today, the offense moved the ball. Um, we didn't see – I believe there was only one three and out, if I'm remembering correctly, whereas with Jimmy under center, there were plenty of three and outs. So if Jimmy is going to be the starter again, we need to see him consistently move the ball in order to – the 49ers to win. Yeah. Um, I think somebody threw it out online today um, that the 49ers average like 4.8 yards per play under Jimmy Garoppolo, and they're averaging over six with Trey Lance in the last six quarters. It just gives you all you need to know. Uh, Trey Lance, at the very least, keeps defenses honest, um, and they move the ball. Now, whether or not that continues, of course, he's going to have to you know, be more consistent throwing the ball. But at the same time, uh, you know, you can't just backtrack to Jimmy Garoppolo and start and stop and start and stop Trey Lance's development. It's just not going to work. So get him out there and let let him. This is his team now. So I agree. Um, Nick Bosa, they asked him about Trey Lance. He said, definitely like what we saw from Trey today. He hung in there. It was fun to watch. He definitely runs the ball hard. Might need to learn how to slide, work on his juke move a little bit too. Um, look, I'm seeing vet. And, you know, captain after after leader come out and basically and, and don't get me wrong. They're not going to talk down about Trey, but I think that they liked what they saw from him today. Yeah. And I think they're kind of hinting we need to roll with him, you know, I mean, at the at the very least, he's he's gotten a battle stripe. You know what I mean? And the team's going to be able to kind of rally behind him at this point. Now it's like, OK, now you've got your first start under your belt. You're an NFL player. Like now we can rock with you if, if need be or whatever. So, yeah, I agree. Um, Debo Samuel continues to impress. He was very, very good today, even though the stats necessarily not quite up. He had three catches, 58 yards, average 19, with the long of 26. He had a couple of really, really impressive catches. Um, there's stuff that we talk about with Trey Lance, Matt, that where simply Jimmy cannot do. And we talked about it to start the show. I believe it was a third down pass to. Brandon Ayuk on the left side. Um, that ball placement was just 
immaculate. I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better ball from Trey Lance. It's stuff like that that you see that you think, okay, this is exactly what we want. This is exactly what we need. And it's only going to get better with time. So I really cannot fathom going back to Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, even listen, even if eight of our nine possessions ended up in Arizona territory, like Joey said, they weren't three and outs. So you're actually eating up clock. They won the time of, of possession. So that's key in giving your defense rest. The problem with Jimmy is when he's doing three and outs all the time and your defense has to immediately go back out on the field when they're not ready to, you know, when they haven't even gotten a breather yet. At the very least, because of the run-centric nature of what Trey was doing and the fact that they weren't having three and outs every single drive, even if they are finishing in Arizona territory, you're at least giving your defense enough of a break to kind of regroup and, and regather that energy so that they go go out there and at least put your offense in position to – you know, better attack late in games. Like I said, Arizona scored 10 in the first half, seven in the second half. And that that's a very well-rounded defensive performance. And that's not something that we got against the Seahawks, who scored seven in the first half and 21 in the second half because Jimmy started going three and out after that first drive. Yeah. And look, they held the, the Cardinals to half of their average, which I thought was impressive. Um, they're averaging, they were averaging 35 heading into this game. They held them to 17. Um, Kyler Murray... He was held to 239 yards on 22 attempts, and he had that touchdown. He's only he was only averaging seven uh, a pass. On stats, I think Kyler Murray looks a lot better than he actually did. I know he had that really long pass, uh, I believe, to Hopkins, where Ward just kind of stood by and watched. I think Ward kind of overran it, and then when he was coming back, by that time, Hopkins was already hauling it in. Um, I thought they played well, man. The defense. Hopkins made a lot of our DBs look silly, though. <laughs> He did, and, and he'll he's do so that. Good. He's so good. Those are the kinds of ones you just have to live with, unfortunately. You know he's going yeah. to get his, and you just got to hope that you're better. And they weren't. They weren't today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts, Matt, before we wrap things up here? We'll let you guys get to the Sunday Night Football matchup. Nothing really. Um, just don't overreact. Don't write off Trey Lance. Don't, you know, immediately call for Jimmy to come back. It's, it's going to take time for this to kind of – to get settled in the way that the 49ers are going to want it to be settled um, to gear up and plan for Trey Lance, the way that they want to plan, even the holding calls and the tip passes and stuff. Trey Lance moves in a way that they're not used to. So it's going to take time to adjust. And if you keep swapping out quarterbacks, it's not going to work. Um, you just have to make a decision and go with it. So I hope that Kyle makes the right decision, even though I'm almost positive he won't. Um, but the other thing, too, is 49er fans got to be nice to each other, man. Y'all are some angry, angry little gremlins, and y'all got to calm down. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, stop jumping to these crazy conclusions based off of somebody liking a post or whatever the right. case may be. Relax. Right. Nobody pushed your child down on the playground, people. It's football. No, it's a sport. Exactly. We're supposed to be fans. Don't get too crazy with it. We're not Raiders fans, guys. Yes. Have a little more class. Yes. Be classy. Things will get better. It's only a matter of time. Things will get better. We'll start to see Lance. Um, yeah. but who knows when, but he's there, and the 49ers will improve. Um, I think that's going to do it for the show, guys. It's kind of a bummer, but we knew it was going to be a tough game for the Niners. They ended up you know, only losing by seven, which is still yeah. sad to say, but we appreciate you guys tuning in. Hit the like button. Um, and hit the subscribe button. Help us get to 1,000 subscribers so we can give away a 49ers jersey. 
Absolutely. Today was a painful one. It was a valuable learning lesson. Um, so thank you guys for joining us. I know it was kind of a little bit of a bummer stream because we're just kind of, you know, trying to get past everybody's stuff and, and really look forward to the rest of the season. There's still a long way to go. I'm hoping we see more Trey Lance. Um, next week, we got the week off. So hopefully the team can regroup and go forward. So until next time and against the Colts, go Niners.